he's saying we're now red pill content. <laughs> Help me understand how what I'm saying is red pill. Please, I would love to know. We live in a world where we have to survive and pay bills, but self-sufficiency is frowned upon by modern men. Huh? Are we expected to be homeless and downtrodden with the hopes of a man could save us? We know what the ideal is. We know what, what is good, but we know that the average is not good. So how do we get more people from being average to being good? You are framing women as a stereotype. It's either boss babe or wholesome and meek, but women aren't a monolith. And there is so much dimension that is missing without a nuanced discussion. Sis, respectfully, I just told you. Bruce Lawn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pursue someone's beauty based on their character first yeah. and then make sure you're physically attracted to them as well. But don't lead with the chemistry. The chemistry will lead you to hell. Yeah. Okay? The, 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 the woman you're going to have quote-unquote chemistry with and that's what you're going to lead with, that's the girl that's going to get you in trouble. And this is true for most men. But if you – because the other side can develop. Right. It's like it's like the whole nonsense of like, I can't be with no one that I have. I can't marry someone that I haven't lived with or I haven't had sex with. No, yeah, that's nonsense. Yeah. That's stupid. You can develop a great sex life with anyone. Yes. You know, what I mean, if you share the same value systems. And I say and I'm saying this isn't talked about enough. And, and it's the same way with, uh, oh, she bad. She OK. She the, the, the dangerous part about she bad is she knows she bad. Yeah. She knows she's attractive. She knows she gets a lot of attention. She's had this pretty privilege her whole life. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's the dangerous part about being led by your biology. Most women want the girl as bad. And here's the deal, fellas. Those girls that are bad have a lot of other guys pursuing them. And they have a lot of yeah. other options and opportunities. But isn't, yeah, isn't a girl, like, isn't biology also someone that you can reproduce with? And so, like, if we're talking about, like, physical biology, but... Wouldn't there also be like a biological factor to wanting someone that can be a good mother and homemaker as well? But you're not thinking about that when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. You're not thinking about that when, when when you're when you're I'm 17. Well, maybe your testosterone wasn't on peak yet. Whoa! You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying like like men who are dri- who, who aren't getting any are driven by who, who's the hottest girl. I want she is she hot. Yeah. That's not that ain't it. Beauty and hot aren't the same thing. Yeah, beauty, be, beauty, and hot is not the same thing. So, so you're saying if my testosterone wasn't kicking all the way, that's what spared me into maybe. having a solid. I don't know. I don't know. Solid. I don't know. Or maybe you had great parents that like. Well, that's you, what I'm help, wondering. Yeah, is that like? It, is that? Is there a way? Is there because men are like, wow, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it it was way more calculated than I ante- I anticipated. Yeah. How many times do you hear the nonsense of chemistry? We just didn't have good chemistry. Yeah. We need I need to make sure we have sexual chemistry. Uh oh, sexual chemistry. Right? No, 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 I'm saying physical chemistry too. Oh yeah. Right? Like if you meet a woman, she loves Jesus, mm-hmm. you're you're reasonably attracted to her. She has great character. She comes from a decent family. She has a support system. Right? Yep. Like, it ain't that complicated. Um um a dominant male frame, mm-hmm. a male masculine frame usually will bring out the femininity in most women. In most women, not all women. Okay, 
So that's what I'm saying, right? Can you give me an example of a well, well-known woman who is beautiful uh, slash not hot? Uh, they usually aren't well-known. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like they're usually that not well-known. The, the juxtaposition. Most women who are famous are hot. Right? Most women who are famous are hot. And are peacocking. You may not want to hear this, but you ostracize your female audience by sharing this one-dimensional stereotypical masculine lens. Um, it's red pill content under the guise of being Christians, and it's divisive, and you are pursuing, and you're pushing your female audience. Okay, help me understand. Under the guise of Christians. Help me understand. So she's saying we're now red pill content. <laughs> help me understand how what I'm saying is red pill. Please, I would love to know. This is hmm. hilarious, right? I'm not ostracizing anyone. If you want to wear the pants in your relationship, then yes, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna coddle that sort of information. If you want to be a boss babe and right, uh, I think there's I think, a lot of yeah. women in the in the chat. Like there's a lot of women in the chat agreeing with me. And I think I'm doing more for deindoctrinating yeah, yeah, men yeah. <laughs> from the red pill by having frank conversations like this than you could ever imagine. We just we just told men they need to stop pursuing the women that are showing off everything and peacocking and pursue women that are quiet, wholesome, servant-hearted, and virtuous. <laughs> That's like literally what we just, under the guise of, of, of Christian content, the guys... Yeah, I, I, it, it, we it, just it, did a whole video dunking, only, the, dunking on <laughs> academics for yelling he's the prize in a woman's face. The only thing that they could possibly be talking about is uh, the alignment with... Uh, physical attraction slash desire that men have. Uh-huh. So meaning, meaning she doesn't. She might not like that you were saying women need to be women and men need to be in a proper BMI to be uh, of high value. That's in the what marketplace. I'm saying. Help me understand what did I say that's specifically red pill or someone else? Help me understand. Here's the beauty about a YouTube live stream. The beauty of a YouTube live stream is that if you are overweight. It's extremely hurtful if someone says to your face, you should lose weight because it's going to make you a healthier person and it's going to make you more attractive. Okay. Here we go. And you're going to have a better <clears throat> you're going to have better options out in the marketplace. Okay. I'm saying we're not saying it to your face so you can internalize it without being hurt because we're not saying it directly to you. We're just talking in a room and you can have the information and run with it as you need. If you don't care to know how most women are thinking and most men are thinking. Then I, I mean I don't, I don't know what to tell you exactly right. Um, you are framing women as stereo as a stereotype. It's either boss babe or wholesome and meek. But women aren't a monolith, and there is so much dimension that is missing without a nuanced discussion. Sis, respectfully, I just told you my wife works. Yeah, Zach's wife works. Also, I don't know if anyone's looking at me as like the alpha. Like, it, like obviously, there's nuance. I'm not sitting here with my marshmallowy bodily frame and being like i'm an out we're alpha male energy yes. no, it, it's like it's leading in a biblical way yes and following and following like the general complementarian roles that men have versus women have yes and through that even being a marshmallowy guy with a patchy beard my wife is able to follow in line yes so it, it, there's obviously nuance I'm I'm a nerd. I've got I'm a I've got a patchy beard. I like playing video games. I like farming and gardening. Yeah. I work on thumbnails. I get I get 15 minutes of daylight every day because I'm in the studio. Yeah. So so again, 
So there's nuance everywhere. There's nuance everywhere. You're saying that I'm dismissing women as boss babes or meek, wholesome and meek. First of all, I don't even think I use the word wholesome and meek. Second of all, I don't know if I use the word boss babe in this stream, but I, I said wholesome. Just, you said wholesome. Okay. So let's just let, let's just flesh this out. In the same stream, and I'm sure if you were here for this, I also said there's nothing wrong with a woman working. I also said my wife works part-time at the church. Mm. I also said my wife gets paid for stuff we do in this business. Zach's wife works, right? We specifically said that when you have little children, it's not advantageous for women to work and pursue their own thing. Yeah. I said if, you, if a woman's pursuing her career... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it owns her. Mm -hmm. It is not. She, she then is out of pocket, right? In response to Kelly P who asked this. And I said, I don't think there's anything wrong. So I'm not sure what moment you jumped in the stream, but I actually think there's been quite a lot of nuanced yeah. in this conversation. And... I don't. I don't think you're being very fair, respectfully. I never said women are a monolith, right? Uh, I never said that. But I will stand on the. I, and I will stand ten toes ten toes down on this. A lot of women, Christian and non-Christian, and we know this because we have Christian women who we're married to have been indoctrinated in the insanity of fourth wave feminism. Yes, and it's not that my wife was a the the monolith of a boss babe, mm -hmm. right? But it's pointing out. The boss babe uh like ideas mm -hmm. and pointing out how those don't necessarily work in a male and female relationship Correct. and then my wife who's not a 100 percent boss babe sitting there going like i'm a boss babe yeah. like the people that are 100 percent boss babe are too far gone yes you know what I'm saying? they're not coming back yes but the people that are being influenced by the yes. boss babe whatever can become the wholesome yes. obviously they're not gonna be 100 percent wholesome or 100 percent boss Correct. babe Correct. Steer away of describing women who work as striving for the C-suite as... Wait, wait, wait. What's steer away of describing women who work as striving for the C-suite and being boss babes. I've heard it before. Most of us have regular jobs just trying to make ends meet. Respect. I don't think I... I don't think I, dis, I, don't think I dismissed all women yeah. as that. Respect. I, I also think there's a level of like, of like... If you're making ends meet, you know, and you're you're working and your husband's if working. You're, if you're a like, single like, mom, if you're trying to get out of debt, like there's so many caveats I gave in this conversation. If you're making ends meet, that is another way of providing for your kids because you have to. That mm -hmm. that's necessity. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like that is equally as important as not being homeless and taking yeah. care of your kids. Uh, TD Jakes recently tore up women as boss babes leaning, and that's not accurate. I think TD Jakes did a great job in that thing, and that's one of the few things that I agreed with him on. I was the boss babe personality, and I'm being reformed every day. Look at that. That's amazing. When is singles day? <laughs> we just had one. <laughs> we just had one. Don't you at least want to acknowledge that your description of women's desires is reductive? Help me understand what you mean by that. Mm. I will say that I have been shocked to see some of the fourth wave feminists I knew in high school are now engaged, right? Because yeah. they change. We live in a world where we have to survive and pay bills, but self-sufficiency is frowned upon by modern men. Huh? Are we expected to be homeless and downtrodden with the hopes of a man could save us? Okay. If you've ever looked at debates 
there's a there's a concept in debates of things that are fallacies. Yes. Different fallacies. Respectfully, sis, this is called a straw man fallacy. You created an argument that I didn't represent and you beat up a straw man that I am not even arguing for. Yes. Right? And 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 and, and respectfully, like respectfully. If you want to call in, you can call in. We got this conversation face to face. The chat is disagreeing with you. You didn't. You clearly said there's different scenarios when the woman has to work. Keyword has to. Zach, fresh fit. She holds an L for this one. Like the chat is disagreeing with you. Maybe because you came in late. Leanne says, "Why are we offended by biblical womanhood? Most women now are not finding satisfaction exactly. in the career that they were told by society would be their ultimate fulfillment. Does society lie to women? Does feminine fourth wave feminism lie to women? Does sex positivity lie to women? Yes or no? Yeah. It's a, it's a real simple question." You're saying women should anticipate being a stay-at-home mom and t- forever, which is obviously, to your point, not necessarily possible because you can't be homeless and downtrodden ex- waiting for a man to save you. But is, isn't there a happy medium? Is it isn't like what we talked about earlier in the stream of like not letting your work own you? So if you were to meet the right man... And maybe she wasn't here for that part. Maybe she didn't yeah, yeah. hear all those caveats. Exactly, exactly. If you were... Yeah, exactly. And so what Rusan said earlier was, if you were to... Like, in this scenario of not letting the work own you, if you were to meet the right man and you got pregnant, you guys had babies, are you sending the babies off? Are you never right. taking care of so, them? Are you so taking care of the husband? Let, thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, shout out to Chrissy. said, women and wives are not the same thing in the conversation in terms of being a boss babe. This conversation is about men being more capable to liberate women from having to be a boss babe. Yes. <laughs> Goodness. I was raised by a single mother. <gasps> Big shocker. I saw my mother struggle. I was raised by a single mother who was on welfare, depressed, became an alcoholic, and had to work a job Thanks. and leave me unattended. I think we could all agree that that's not optimal. Yes. I think we could all agree that single mo- being a single mother... Though that could be in a, a, a season, circumstances, widows, which the church encourages us to care for. We would all agree that that is not the, 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 the ideal. Now, here's some empirical truth for you. And, I, and I'm sorry that I'm saying this to you. When they did a study, a secular study, a secular study, not a Christian study, not a red pill study, a secular study, they found out that 56% of all working women with children 18 and under, 56% of all working women with children 18 and under would have preferred to stay home. Okay? Wow. I've referenced this study multiple times. We've went over this multiple times. Anyone could Google it. 56% working women stay home. This is an empirical study that is not a Christian study. It, is, it has nothing to do with focus on the family. It has none, none of this stuff. Okay. So based on the thousands of couples surveyed, the vast majority of women with kids 18 and under would have preferred to stay home. They would have preferred to stay home, okay? Which means that most women with children would have preferred to stay home. Women that work. I would love to see those numbers scaled down for women with kids five and under, 10 and under. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging the reality that what is being pushed on men and women, by the way, because what society is pushing on men to relinquish responsibility, to be lazy, to 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 find a mom, wife that's going to take care of you and let you stay home. That is evil and toxic as well. But we're not going to pretend like this isn't a real situation that 
women are consistently dealing with and men are dealing with. Men are consistently being told to be less masculine and women are told to be in many ways more masculine. And so, but we know where this all takes us. We know where all this all goes, right? And if you look at the reasons why people are getting divorced, it's usually because of financial issues. It's it, a lot of times it's because th- sometimes uh, the woman will get a raise and it is difficult for her to understand how to deal with the dynamic of the man taking the masculine frame. So there's a huge spectrum out there. But we are not going to pretend that women are wired different than men, that women are naturally more nurturing, not all women everywhere. I can't speak to all women everywhere. I'm speaking to specifically women generally are naturally more wired. When you push out a human, chemically what happens is different. And the moms in here will cosign. And I bet you if we were to put up a poll right now, the vast majority of moms in here would have preferred to stay home. If I'm acknowledging these facts with the caveat of encouraging men to be masculine, to be providers, to be protectors, so that they can give their women the option to stay home, while also acknowledging that women are being indoctrinated into some buffoonery, I'm not sure how you're gathering that and saying women should never work. Women need to go be homeless. Women should never pursue anything. Women should bury their head and and, and not develop scarce skills. I am saying be mindful of the decisions you're making. Be mindful of the men you're dating. Be mindful of the majors you're picking. Be mindful of what you're doing with your time. Be intentional. Why? Well, because 56% of women would have preferred given the opportunity to stay home. So I appreciate you sharing your opinion. There's nothing wrong with sharing your opinion. I'm just saying I don't think it was fair and representative of what we were actually talking about. We were having an hour-long conversation on the heels of my buddy Hafiz being dragged by the red pill because he was just on debating one of the biggest red pill voices because I just debated one of the biggest red pill voices with Rolo Tomasi. I've made multiple videos of all the areas that Kevin Sanders was wrong in, but we're not going to ignore the areas he was right in. We can't do that. We have to have just scales. Truth is truth, whether it's coming from conflicted sources. And to say that third, fourth wave feminism hasn't had a negative effect on a nuclear family, to say that sex positivity hasn't had a, 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 a negative effect on a nuclear family, to say that all of this, hey, you need to do, right? And to say that men aren't being encouraged to be more feminine, to share their feelings more, to be less masculine. I don't know many couples who can afford for the wife to not work because of where they live, mainly people who move to high-cost neighborhoods looking for great schools, okay? So let, let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So what, what? how do we combat that? Single-income households. How do we develop single-income households? By empowering men to develop scarce skills so that they can be the provider. The, and by provider, I don't just mean financial. The provider, protector, and priest of their home. And men... When equipped and when given direction, and there's not a lot of that happening in society, that is why the red pill is popular. We can we can we can we can laugh about it and and and, and joke about it and think it's toxic and all that kind of stuff. But there's a reason why this stuff is popular with men because there's not a lot of guidance being given because men are graduating from college at lower rates, going to college at lower rates, getting valedictorian at lower rates, entering the job market at lower rates. Women are actually usurping men's income in the market for the first time. This is why this sort of content is popular. And so we're not going to act and pretend that that there's not an issue happening with men right now. We can't do that. 
We, we, we cannot do that. We cannot act like that. And so when we're giving actual prescriptions saying, hey, man, you need to become capable. You need to learn how to make a stable income. You need to learn how to be an outlier. Yes, the average income in America is $60,000. Do you don't have to be average? The average American is 70% of Americans are overweight. You don't have to be overweight. I understand that everybody's going to be a millionaire. I understand everybody's not going to be shredded. But why don't we study the outliers? Why don't we study the men who are in shape? Why don't we study the men who do earn enough to allow their wife to, to, to stay home? Why aren't we studying them? Is it because you have a nihilistic view of the world and you think only people who are, who are successful are lucky and everyone else just has to get it out of the mud and be in the trenches and be poor? Because that's a worldview issue. I'm speaking in generalities. I don't know everybody's personal situation. That's why when Kelly asked me earlier in the chat, hey, you think I'm out of pocket if I go to work? What did I say? No. Right? What did I say? I said no. Because she has a specific situation where she is in a specific season. If I know the, the, the particulars of your situation, that's different than when I'm speaking generally. Right? And so seventy divorce is another issue. Yeah, and 70% of divorces are filed by women. I know all the red pill talking parts because I'm in the trenches debating these. Women are, are not usurping men's income opportunity. No, how about those men step up? I mean, women are starting for the first time to earn more than to men in specific careers. This is a fact. And I, I said opportunity. I said income. There's a difference in income and opportunity. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. I'm telling men to step up. What do you think the point is? What has the last hour been? Hey, men, step up. Become more capable. Develop better skills. Lower your superficial expectations of what you want women to be. Just pursuing the hot chick. Instead, pursue the chick that has great character. Right? Many men are... Christian by name alone, not practice. And that's unfortunate. The fact that we are on this podcast makes us a part of the anomaly. Respect, absolutely. And and and, and by the way, there, there will be a dozen men in here right now that will tell you the same exact thing about women. So we got to figure this thing out, sis. You know why this is going on? Because the enemy has women thinking that they don't need a man. And and so and so here, so so, so that's a good point. So here's the question. Here's the question. Do you want to be self-sufficient or do you want to be independent of a man? Because, see, I don't want any woman and any man, I don't want any woman and any man to be independent of each other. See, the beautiful thing about a complementarian marriage is that they're interdependent. Me and my wife are interdependent on each other. So, again, what is the message we want to tell young men? Hey, float through life. Find a wife, mom. They'll take care of you. Or, hey, be careful with the type of women you're pursuing. Don't pursue women that are superficially attractive. Don't pursue women that are hot. Look for women that are beautiful. Develop useful skills. Work on your network. The two things that will improve your outcome in life is going to be the skills you have and the, the value you're able to add and the network and the friends that you have. And marriage is going to be the most direct and stable path to having a, 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 an amazing family to having an amazing life, to being more emotionally stable, to having better mental health, you're going to find most of this in marriage. You're going to find most of this, the, the, the flourishing side in a healthy, complementarian marriage. And what I said earlier was, hey, a masculine man doesn't need to uh, uh, have the conversation with the woman about this thing. A masculine man who's really providing and protecting, the woman will follow. That's, that, that is what I said earlier, right? So I'm not even saying like, because some of y'all dudes be weird. Y'all be like, yo, we're going to talk about, are you going to stay home? <laughs> right? You're going to stay home with the kids. I'm saying that's premature. Don't even do that. 
And my position is women should be picky, as Jordan Peterson's position. My position is you should be picky. And by the way, in my opinion, when you meet a capable, strong, priestly provider man, you will you will follow. Because it will logically make sense. Unless you're just completely still in the world, which if you're here, as she pointed out earlier, you're probably not. You probably love Jesus. You're pro- you probably take yourself, your faith seriously. Louis said, uh, this discussion is motivating me to go get my CDL. Come on. That's a, that's a true collar job right there. You can make a really good living. I know somebody making over over 350K driving. Uh, a guy's interested in me who is younger. When I want to say, if you've read my book, Marriage Built to Last, I'm very categorical that to consider yourself successful, you've got to be successful, successful fast at home. Successful fast at home. And why I say success at home is that it doesn't matter the kind of family you have, single parent family, uh, you know, blended family, uh, the traditional family, wherever you call home, that is the first success you will ever have. Pastor Kathy can tell you that you cannot serve in the church if you, your family is uh, disintegrated. You cannot serve, all right? Mm. You need to go resolve and then come and serve. Now, I will tell you this. Success is not about you becoming the chairman of Kepsa. Success is not about you uh, being the CEO of Madison. Success is not about the titles. The titles are just part of a life journey. Mm. I've had a title. My last title was the chairman of Kenya Reinsurance Corporation. And doors would open, heads would turn, and now it's finished. Where did I return? Home. I returned home. Now, if I had lauded over everybody in my house, and I'm never coming home because I'm the chairman, I will mm. not be received with love, with honor. So whatever it is that you do, just know your job will come to an end, your titles will come to an end, you will walk back with your tail between your legs to an environment that you neglected. You're from New York to Japan, I don't know where. I've got this international job. You don't even have time for your children. I will tell you, the time will come when you need to go back home and you ain't going to have a home to go back to. My measure of success is I've raised some very strong, honorable citizens. And in turn, they have become intentional parents and they are raising some great grandchildren that will be known that there was a generation of a woman that made a difference in her home. I say to you, success is in the mind. What does success mean to you? If I earn a million, I will be successful. Beloved, success is not about silver or gold. Success is about integrity, reputation, impact, and influence. If you are such a person, Sheesh. you are so successful in your generation because you made a difference to somebody's life. Success is not about just getting everything and becoming, you know, the most significant person where driving the best car, living in the best neighborhood, it is nothing of that. Success mm. is about the difference you are able to make in the lives of others. Sometimes the messenger matters. I get it. White guy, <laughs> on YouTube, you know, reasonable size platform. Maybe the information's hitting different from come it coming from me. Maybe the information needs to come from different folks like African aunties. Maybe the information will hit you different. If we, we're saying the same exact things, which literally if you've been here for the last hour, we're saying the same exact thing. Maybe it'll come different from her. Now, 
this is an interesting point L. Gibbs just made. Thank you so much for making this point. Why do why do you guys think this is? Why are you seeing 16-year-old defeated men? I've always carried myself very well. And by being more serious, it motiv- motivated my husband, hello, to be better. And by the way, there's something powerful about what a woman can pull out of her man. There's something very powerful about what a woman could pull out of her man. I appreciate when you had Alan Parr on because I feel of I feel of all the guests, he offered a nuanced and balanced perspective that didn't paint women from one extreme or another. Alan Parr w- wanted his wife to stay at home. And he was right. Can we agree on that? Sis, respectfully, can we agree on that? Alan Parr wanted his wife to stay at home, wanted to be the bread, he was already the breadwinner, and prayed for her, and he was right. Can we agree on that? That Alan Parr allowed his wife to make that choice. Yes. What, <laughs> what do you think? Sis, why do you think I'm saying you don't allow your you 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 don't allow your wife to make that choice? What, like I think I think you're hearing one thing and and maybe a, a, aligning a prescription that I'm actually not giving. Right? And I'm not sure where it's where it's coming from or what specifically I said, but the the, the yes, yes. In my situation, we had it we had the preemptive conversation. Hey, my wife was more educated than me. My wife was smarter than me. My wife was, right? So what were the options? I could be a stay-at-home dad. And you know what? I had a bunch of friends that were stay-at-home dads. And you know what? It didn't work out well. Seldom does it work out well. Not to say all the time, but the majority of the time. So we had the conversation preemptively. Hey, we're not going to do daycare. We're not going to do daycare. One of us is going to stay home when our kids are little. Therefore, we got to figure it out. Oh, I got to figure it out. And my wife believed in me. And praise God, I figured it out. Right? I'm not putting words in your mouth. I hear what you're saying. I'm saying they're married single mother. Wait, they're married single mothers. Wait, wait, wait. Now, every woman has a con- contributive husband. I could imagine that being miserable. Married. That's yeah. And so that's that's out of pocket. So the men the men are out of pocket. <laughs> right? The men are out of pocket. So I'm saying in my situation, in my situation, I had to figure it out. I had to figure it out. And I knew my wife was flexible enough and believed in me enough to help me figure it out. But we figured it out together. And I figured out the like like she wasn't like consulting me and giving me advice on career. I went from music to this to that. And we figured it out. We live in Southern California. It's very expensive to live here. We're trying to buy a home right now. It's very expensive. It's very difficult. It's very hard. Uh, I'll spare you the details. But the the goal that we were shooting for was, hey, somebody's going to have to stay at home. Ah, you know what? My wife is more equipped to stay at home. She's naturally more nurturing. She's a better educator than I am. So that means we have to reverse engineer our lives. And I was able to quit my job at, 30 years old and pursue being a full-time Christian rapper. I'm not that great and that talented. I'm, 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 I'm a hard worker, but I'm not that talented. And we figured it out, 
right? But it's also, but it's always painted from the frame that the wife can be a stay-at-home mom and from the frame that the wife does have the ability to do so. I don't think so. That's great. And again, so we're, we're relinquishing men of the responsibility to figure out, not, not we, not you, but like we have to tell men to, to, to rise up, man up. That's not popular to say in red, red pill circles, by the way. The stay-at-home mom traditional is fading away. South Korea used to have a strong male dominance in workplace. Now, since women have careers in dominant industries, part one, yes. Um, yeah, and, and, and Lugo Ortiz, th- what's happening in South Korea and Japan is, is, ter- is terrifying. Their populations are going down. Their, their social security system is on the verge of collapse, right? So now they have one of the lowest birth rates in the world. Yes. So, so, there's this, so here's the tension that we live in, right? Here's the tension that we live in. What you're saying is, hey, uh, uh, not every woman is afforded the opportunity. I get it. You're saying there are a lot of women who are in trash marriages or in hard marriages. I get it, okay? But we know what the, we know what the ideal is. We know, what, we know, we know what, what is good, right? But we know that the average is not good. So how do we get more people from being average to being good? So again, I'll go back to the fitness illustration. 70% of people are overweight. 40% are morbidly obese. We know that in theory, anyone can get in shape. How do we get people from the 70% to the 30%. And I would say the same thing. Average income in America is 60K. You're right. Most, most places, you can't, you can't survive on that, especially anywhere coastal, maybe like in Texas and Alabama and certain places. Like, but 60K a year is very difficult to make that work. If that's the average man's salary or average, I think person's salary, 60K a year. So how do we get more people from average to above average? How do we get more people from 70% of people are overweight to, hey, let's get you fit? How do we do that? It's very difficult. If your woman is working 40 hours a week and the man is working 40 hours a week and you expect her to do all the cooking and all the cleaning, you're out of your mind as a man. 100% with you. You are, you are by far, the, the we, we agree, that is by far the, 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 the most truthful thing I think you've said in this entire chat. 100% with you. 100%. If Ephesians 5 was the norm, we wouldn't have many of the issues we have in the world. However, it is not. M- many men don't read their Bibles. You're right. So how do we fix it? At the end of the day, it's a woman's responsibility to maintain the home. If you can ensure you're in order and also pursue a career, go ahead, girl. Yeah. And so if you, but what, she, what she's saying is, but listen, what she's saying is, to be clear, she's saying that there's, there's men that are making their wives work because they can't figure out their career or they're, they're, they're in debt, they're financially responsible. That's that sucks. We have to pause and acknowledge that's not okay. So, how do we fix it? How do we how do we fix it? We have to make men more capable. We have to we have to encourage them. Women need to encourage them. We need to think creatively, we need to think generationally. But the idea that that that, that there's marriages where the man and woman both work full time because they have to and then the woman is also expected to take care of the house. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Listen, I'm always trying to get my wife to let me hire a, a cleaning lady to come around. Uh, 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 let me hire, like, can we get a nanny around? Can we get, can we get you some help? Because I know how hard she works, right? Well, I don't think it fits every situation. It is a blessing for women to stay home with their kids for the first three to five years. Come on. This is not like Asia. We should all agree on this. This is so universally true. This is so universally true. And yes, when you're running a business, I get it. But you know what? When we're running businesses, actual businesses, a real business, right? Like there's a business and then there's I own my job. A real business is something that makes sleep for us, uh, makes money for us when we're asleep. So we should have some flexibility in our schedules. 
right? We should have some flexibility in our schedules. That's the beauty of, of running a business, right? So if we're running businesses, we should have that flexibility. We should have the flexibility. If you're running a home business, so on and so forth, men and women, right? I have, a, I have a degree of flexibility in my schedule. I'm there when my kids wake up. I'm there when my kids go to sleep. I do devotional time. My wife goes out multiple nights a week to Bible study, the church commitments, so on and so forth, right? So 100%, if, if we are building out our lives, if we're building out our lives on God's foundations and God's principles with some, with some form of gender roles, which are biblical, many of these tensions that we're talking about should be mitigated. The, hey, it would be ideal for you know, women to stay home till the kids are at least five. If men are doing the thing that they, should, they should, that they should be doing, well, then that's going to be a reality, right? It's going to be a reality. And so I think we, get, we have to have the conversation and be honest earlier up front preemptively because if we're not, guess what? They're going to hear it from the red pill. And, it's, and there's not going to be any redemption, right? There's not going to be any redemption. There's not going to be any benefit of the doubt. So we, 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 we can't have the conversation of how do we change these things. We can't have a conversation about diets unless we're going to acknowledge that 70% of Americans are overweight. If, we, if what you think I'm, I'm saying is that women, men don't need to contribute around the house, especially if their wives work, that is not what I'm saying at all. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying... This is what I'm saying, just so we're clear. I'm telling my wife, hey, let me hire you a cleaning lady. Because this, I know, my wife is weird, though. She enjoys cleaning. I don't. I'd rather just pay for it and buy the time back because we can afford it. I'm saying, men, earn enough so you can hire help. Okay, just so we're, I I just, because again, because I'm addressing the same issues, you may think that I'm prescribing the same radical conclusions. It's like, uh, this is how I feel this conversation is going. This is how I feel this conversation is going. And, I'm, and I think we've turned a corner. I think we've turned a corner, but this is how I feel this conversation is going. I'm saying, hey, 70% of Americans are overweight. 40% are morbidly obese. We have to do something about it. Here are some ideas. This is why people are overweight. These are some of the lies people buy into. Food neutrality, all this nonsense. And I think some of you guys are hearing, um, and therefore you should all be vegan. Because you've heard the same issues addressed by people talking about similar things, addressing the same problems. And this is why I say the red pill addresses some of the right problems with the wrong solutions. Right? So we're saying, hey, 70% of Americans are are, are overweight, 40% are morbidly obese. We have to do something about this. We got to figure this out. Men, women, we all got to figure this out. Right. What is and what is the 70 percent, 70 percent that I'm talking about overweight are the 56 percent of women who are going to want to stay home, raise their children, be home. If that is the issue, I am not prescribing veganism as the only absolute, but I understand how you may hear it as such, because vegans sure do talk about how many people are overweight. Is you're hearing language that's used by fringe radical vegans, <laughs> and I'm addressing the same problems as fringe radical vegans, and then you're hearing that you think I'm going to give you the same prescription, but I'm actually not. I'm just addressing the same problems. Are you vegan? No, I'm not vegan. No, I'm not vegan, and I'm not red pilled, <laughs> right? But I, but but I agree in that some of the same issues are the same. As long as fast food exists, obesity will exist. Yeah. And, and, and there'll always be poor people. There'll always be fat people. There'll always be broken families. It sucks. How do we fix it? How do we give people the resources so they could avoid being fat and poor and broke, 
right? In, at least in the West, in America, right? Housekeeping holds a lot of pride for stay-at-home moms, just like uh, the husband's providing for the family. I, I, I get it. I know someone who she works and she does everything at her home and her husband works from home. She has two, she has stepkids. She does 85% of everything. So, so, so my, 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 Natasha, that's crazy sauce. I was doing laundry and dishes and my wife wouldn't let me. She wanted it done a particular way and she wouldn't let me. Until this day, my wife won't let me do it. I take out the trash. That's all I'm allowed to do around the house. I, I, I Okay. And I'm like, yo, let's hire someone. She don't want it. So if, if, if that's the scenario, woman's doing 85% of the stuff and she wants to, that's different. That Praise God. She wants to. Not everyone's going to want to. Not everyone's going to be you know, good at it. Not everybody's going to have a system for laundry. Yada, yada, yada. Men aren't enough so you can, um, so, so, so you, so you can outsource some of that stuff. So she should be, so she should be doing everything. No, not if she's working full time, figure it out. Split the chores, right? That's that's reasonable. The issue, and even if you listen to the red pill stuff, their issue isn't with women who are working doing everything. Their issue is with women who aren't working that are doing nothing. <laughs> that's who they dunk on. That's who they dunk on. Right, David said, my wife doesn't let me do the dishes. If your wife has it under control and not complaining, then it's not an issue for her. But yes, thank you so much for pushing back. I really appreciate uh, Salent's music um, for sparking this whole back and forth. I think it was really helpful. And um, and yes, and we have women on and we'll have more women on and we have more perspectives on and we're going to interview young married couples and we're going to do all that. In the meantime, what you can do for me is go buy your ticket, please. It, it really will help me out a ton to do more stuff and scale and have more guests. You guys want to see more women on? Then cool. We need to fly some of them in because I don't like doing virtual. Okay. Uh, all that requires resource. Buy a $7 ticket. It shows that you guys care enough to support this launch that we're doing. Okay. Here's a preview. $7. Link is pinned up and in the chat and on my Instagram bio. Okay. Uh, here's a, a preview of what's happening this Thursday. Please buy your ticket. I've always thought it was nasty to not put in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I quit that day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like, wasn't even in the mood to like sleep with these girls, but I felt like I had to. How come none of these personalities are ever doing anything benevolent? <laughs> so I think that there could be a spiritual, maybe potential demonic component that's in there that we haven't explored. The fact that I was single until I was 40 and yep. I knew I was never going to plan a church being yep. a single guy. I wasn't going to, I wasn't about to set myself up. You know, and then I remember one time, like, a uh, financial advisor at the time, she was like, hey, did you know you're spending more than you're making, like, every month? And I was like, oh, for real? And I'm supposed to, you know, perform. Yeah. This uh, production assistant is like, hey, here's a Viagra. Take it if you want to take it. Whoa. Don't if you don't. It's in your hand. It's yours. I teamed up with Moment for the exclusive live premiere of the anticipated Bless God podcast. And the tickets for that are only $7. When you get to the main page, click the yellow get ticket button, scroll down to the add-ons and throw in your ticket to the after party as well as some exclusive merchandise. And I will see you there. Bruce Lawn. And it says that Simeon blessed God.